Welcome to Go Get Great, the podcast for aspiring entrepreneurs and ambitious small business owners. I'm your host, Brittany, owner of Brittany Miller Socials and mother of three. Go Get Great is all about helping you make life and business work together. You'll learn about the fumbles that helped get me and my guests to where we are today so you don't have to make them. So come join the journey with Go Get Great. Good morning, everyone. I am excited to welcome Jennifer Jacobson to the Go Get Great podcast today. Jennifer is a certified life and business coach for female entrepreneurs and a master level mental health therapist. She helps female entrepreneurs create clarity and confidence in their business and life so they can generate more cash, which we all need. (laughs) She does this using her signature clarity to cash system. Her clients call her their business therapist since she helps them get out of their heads so they can actually solve the problems in their business. As a wife and mom of three girls who's worked for many years in the mental health field as a psychotherapist, uh, yeah, psychotherapist and a business owner, she has a unique perspective on how to ditch the overwhelm and navigate or ditch the, I'm going to restart that sentence, Grayson. As a wife and mom of three girls who's worked for many years in the mental health field, As a psychotherapist and a business owner, she has a unique perspective on how to ditch the overwhelm and negative self-talk so they can feel clear, confident, and in control. Her passion is to take female entrepreneurs from the place of feeling doubtful of themselves, confused and overwhelmed, to feeling balanced, confident, and free in their lives so they can effectively make money without stress and build a business they love. Jennifer offers both VIP individual coaching as well as small group coaching in her power groups. Both get you clear on how to have your dream business while helping you overcome any blocks in your way. So I'm so excited to have her here today because I know as a female entrepreneur myself that there are definitely a lot of mindset struggles that I am facing, and I'm excited to hear her insight on how we can clear up those blocks and create more cash and uh, prosperity for ourselves and our businesses. So welcome, Jennifer. I am so excited to have you here. All right. Good morning, Jennifer. How are you today? How are you, Brittany? I'm doing really well. I am so grateful to have you here on the podcast today. Money is always such a a hot topic in the sense that people either want to talk about it all the time or have absolutely no interest in discussing it because they feel like it's not flowing to them very freely. So I'm hoping that after listening to our episode together today, people will have some more clarity on how they can generate more cash for their business. Yes, absolutely. Sounds great. (laughs) So I did a little introduction for you uh, before we started recording today, but I'd love for you to introduce yourself in your own words so our audience can get to know you before we dive in. Yeah, absolutely. So my name is Jennifer Jacobson, and I call myself a business therapist because I am both a licensed um, clinical therapist, and I am also a life coach for uh, female business owners. And so what I've done is I've kind of combined those two together because I really feel like what often holds women back the most in their business from making more cash is their mindset and their mental blocks. And so I kind of combined my therapy skills and knowledge and background with my coaching. And this way, I can really help women overcome all of the imposter syndrome, perfectionism, procrastination, all of the, all of the isms, you know, and Mm -hmm. it's kind of funny because they all sound like they're these terrible diseases, but really it's just 
looking at our mindset, shifting our thoughts, and that really can free us up to taking the necessary action that we have to take in our businesses to be successful. So um, I have been a therapist for way longer than I care to mention, <laughs> 20 plus years. And I was a stay-at-home mom for a little while to my three um, three daughters. And then I discovered life coaching and I fell madly in love with that as well. Um, mm-hmm. I always knew I wanted to help people, but um, combining therapy and coaching together is like like the most exciting thing I've done in a really long <laughs> time. So I'm really loving my business and mm-hmm. uh, just really love helping women to just see the success that they deserve in their business. Because I think women, you know, we, we have so many blocks, we have so many mental blocks and we tend to get in our own way a -hmm. lot. And so I really just, I want to empower them to get over all that, you know, mind drama, so to speak, so that they Mm -hmm. can have insanely successful business. Mm -hmm. I love that. And I definitely agree that there are women, including myself, mainly myself, that have a lot of things that are getting in the way of seeing the success that we know is possible for us. Uh, And I know that you have so much value to add. So I'm really excited to chat today. And I want to just dive right in. So I took your free quiz, which was super clarifying, by the way. So check for that. I know that was the goal. Um, And for those listening, I'll link it in the show notes. But if you wouldn't mind just letting people know how to find the quiz that we're going to talk about for the next couple of minutes, that would be helpful. Oh gosh. Yeah. I have to actually look up the, um, <laughs> the, URL. Look up the link, but yeah, probably okay. better to check in the show notes. Um, right. honestly, the, the quiz is called basically uncover exactly what's keeping you from more cash in your business. And, um, it's a bitly link. So it's, it's like bit.ly slash uncover quiz. So you can go to that or just, yeah, go, go down to the show notes and find it there. That's probably easier. Um, but what I love about this quiz is it really helps you to identify exactly what those mindset blocks are that are keeping you from more cash. And then mm-hmm. once you know, like the first step is obviously like figuring out exactly what's in your way, right? So once mm-hmm. you have that knowledge, then I actually send you, I send you a bunch of emails and I give you basically the cure <laughs> for whatever that particular mindset block is. Mm-hmm. So um, lots of just tips to, you know, really manage that and shift your thoughts so that you can kind of move it out of the way. So it's not blocking you. And I have got many of your emails and I've read some of them, but it has been a busy week. I've been away, but my, uh, my quiz result is that my, my struggle or my obstacle is self-sabotaging behaviors, which results in overcommitting. hundred percent accurate for me, by the way. <laughs> um, but I was wondering if you could share a little bit more about the different results that people could get. Uh, and then maybe some of the common self-sabotaging traits that many of us female entrepreneurs have. Yeah. And it's some of the ones that I just mentioned, like um, really one of the big ones that I find that entrepreneurs really struggle with, especially women is imposter syndrome. Like we really feel like we're a fraud in some way. And we come into our business and we have all these negative thoughts, like who am I to be doing this? They're going to find out that I'm a fraud and I don't have, you know, a PhD and whatever, you know, we start to like 
question, how much we know, how much education we have. And none of that really matters. It's really, mm-hmm. it's just how we see ourselves. And so if we can start to shift some of those thoughts, like if we start to say, okay, you know what? I'm not actually a fraud. I actually do know quite a few things. And sometimes I even have my clients list out, you know, they're really like what they've achieved and their really positive qualities. Like what makes them like stand out among all the other coaches or service providers out there. And one other trick that really helps, um, especially with this one is like looking at the testimonials that you've had in the past. Like I keep mine pulled up on my computer. So when I have a day where I'm like feeling a lot of self-doubt or feeling, you know, not as confident as I would like to feel, I read Mm -hmm. my old testimonials and I'm like, okay, I'm actually making a difference for people. This business is a legit business. I'm not an imposter. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, so those are some like little tricks, but um, yeah, definitely imposter syndrome. Procrastination is a huge one for for women, for lots of people, not just women. But and we really have to look at like why are we procrastinating? Why are we putting things off? You know that we could get done, and so we have to kind of dig. And here's where the therapy piece comes in, right? We kind of have to dig a little bit deeper and figure Mm -hmm. out why are we procrastinating. And that's what that quiz gets to. The quiz asks you the question so that you'll know, like, okay. These are the things, these are the traits of procrastinators, right? And this is why we do it. And so again, the quiz is going to give you some really great tips and tricks to overcome this mindset block. Um, another big one, I won't go into all of them, but another big one is perfectionism. Mm. So that one really holds people back. A lot of us who start businesses have these like type A personalities. And so we want to be perfect. We want everything we put out there to be you know, picture perfect. We don't want to like have a day where we're in our sweats and our hair's in a bun. We want to like look perfect. We want our, you know, everything we say to be perfect. And there is no such thing as perfect. And the reality is like our audience doesn't want perfect, right? Like our audience wants to see us. They want to see the real us. They want to know exactly, you know, when we're having those bad days, when we're feeling like crap, that's okay because it makes us more relatable. It makes us more human and people buy people, right? Like Mm -hmm. no one's really buying your product. Like people are buying who you are and your ability to connect and, you know, really relate. And they also buy your confidence. So let's, you know, let's really talk about like, how do we feel more confident in ourselves? And one of the ways that we can do that is to be more authentic, like Mm -hmm. to let people Mm -hmm. see the real us and like get out of that comfort zone of like having to have the picture perfect thing all the time. And when we start to feel more ourselves and more authentic, we start to gain confidence. And I think that's when we become very magnetizing for people, because again, people Mm -hmm. buy, they buy who we are. Like, even if, Like, even if they don't totally love like our container, like they're like, I want to be around like for you, like, they're like, I want to be around Brittany because Brittany has this energy. She's got this way about her. That makes me feel very comfortable. I can ask her anything. I don't have to worry about her judging me. Like these are the traits that people are really looking for. So if we can get out of that perfectionism, right. And, you know, uncover the thoughts that are causing that for us. Right. Because a lot of times perfectionism is caused by this, like, I have to be perfect or no one will like me, or I have mm. to 
you know, present this certain way, or they're going to judge me. And if we can look at those thoughts and shift them in a way that helps us to feel more comfortable being more authentic, then we're going to be able to really just feel amazing and have all this energy. And that's what attracts people. So that's, that's what I think. (laughs) And this is what I find time and time again, everyone I talk to my clients, just women who I, you know, I talk to in this field, these are the things that get in their way. Yeah. It's so interesting to see that the majority of us are all struggling with similar issues. Like there's a few different ones, but similar issues. And yet when we're going through it, we feel like we're the only ones that are facing these issues, which um, I think speaks a little bit to how we maybe present ourselves online, like authentically on social media. And I had a conversation uh, recently with a couple other people about, you know, how do you present yourself in your business authentically online to still attract those people without, you know, basically lying I don't like that word, but like about how busy you are. And people ask me all the time, oh, how's your business doing? I was like, I really don't know how to answer that question truthfully. My business is not necessarily generating the income that I would like, but I absolutely love what I'm doing. And I just, you know, need to be more patient. So like, do I say not well, or do I say that it's going really well because I feel lit up when I come to like work every day? Uh, And I feel like there's kind of a a disconnect in in how we present that authenticity, which is probably what is causing some of these behind the scenes symptoms for us. Yeah. And I love that you brought that up. I actually just did an Instagram post um, about that very thing. Yeah. That like we, you know, I, I wish I could remember exactly what the post was on, but basically like, you know, if it's kind of like how we define success right? Like, so, Mm -hmm. you know, if someone says, how's your business going? Like, that's kind of a, I don't know, maybe that's not the right right question to ask. Like, maybe the Mm -hmm. question is, how successful do you feel in your business? Right? Mm -hmm. And if you're lit up every day when you come to work, you love what you do, it doesn't feel like work to you, you actually like, truly enjoy it. And you are making money. And you know, and you believe that you're going to make more money as, you know, as time goes on, then Mm -hmm. To me, that says that's absolutely yeah. success, right, and so yeah. and it's going to be different for each individual. Um, so yeah, mm-hmm. I think maybe we're not making the money that we want at times in our business, but if we love our business and we truly believe in what we do, and we truly, like you said, are lit up by what we do and believe in ourselves, have confidence in ourselves, have confidence in what we're able to help people with, that mm-hmm. is what will attract clients over, right? Mm. So feeling successful, regardless of, you know, other people's definition of success, (laughs) feeling successful yourself is going to attract clients. And I believe that wholeheartedly because people are attracted to happy people. People are attracted Mm -hmm. to people who have a smile on their face, right? And they're going to trust you and know that you're the right person for them. Even if you didn't have the best month, you know, and like we were talking about before we started recording, like summer kind of sucks for a lot of people. So that's the reality. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, who cares? Like if you Mm -hmm. love what you're doing, that's success to me. I think we need to start reframing the question. And instead of asking people, how's your business doing? We should be saying like, how are you feeling in your business? Or do you enjoy what you're doing or something along those lines so that it clears it up for people to provide an authentic answer based on 
you know, their feelings and their business. Yeah. I like that yeah. better. I love that. Mm-hmm. So true. So I am curious to know a little bit more about your clarity to cash system. I have listened to a few of your podcast episodes, but I know you have an actual program that helps women kind of overcome some of these blocks that we've talked about. Can you share a little bit more about what that is? Yeah. So I've called it the four or five program. And basically it, um, I don't know why they all ended up being C's. It just worked out that way. Yeah. I really encourage my clients to get really clear, first of all, because you don't really want to do anything in your business until you're clear, right? So that means being clear on your ideal client, what your offer is, um, you know, who who you're for, who you're not for, right? Like, so getting mm-hmm. really clear on kind of those basics in business. And once you start to get really clear on the basic stuff, and I can go up more into what that means if you like, but once you get really clear on those things, you start to feel really confident. Like you can go out there and be on social media and, you know, send emails, do all the things. And you feel a lot more confident once you're clear. Like if you go out there and you're like, I don't really know who I'm talking to. I don't really know who my dream client is. I don't really know what my offer is or why somebody would want my offer and you start showing up on social media, people are going to sense that you don't really know what you're talking about. Right. And Mm -hmm. so it's really important to get clear first. And once you feel clear, you naturally start to exude this confidence, right? You start to talk about Mm -hmm. your offers. You start to talk about yourself and the way that you can help people in a really confident way. And again, that's what attracts people. People are attracted to people who are confident and believe in themselves, believe in their So, yeah, so clarity, then confidence. And then, oh my gosh, what's the next C? I I haven't even (laughs) talked about this in a while. Um, So next we need to make connections, right? So Mm -hmm. after you're clear, after you're confident, then you make connections. Now that might be connecting with people in a networking group that might be connecting with people on, you know, on Instagram and Facebook, but just make connections with people because you can't have a business without people, right? We don't work this business in isolation. So it's really important. And like one of my favorite ways to connect is, or two of my favorite ways to connect is number one in networking groups. I love going into networking groups and meeting new people and forming those relationships. And it doesn't always have to be like, okay, you're meeting your dream client in these groups, but you could be meeting Mm -hmm. other people who maybe know somebody who could use your services or refer Mm -hmm. you, right? So Making connections is so key to, to business. The other way I love making connections, um, just because I'm often on Instagram, I'm also on Facebook, but you know, making connections in the DMs in Instagram can be really helpful. So reaching out to people, asking questions, right? And and don't, you know, don't cold pitch people. That's like no one wants that, right? Like making truly, again, going back to being authentic authentically asking questions, actually caring about the other person and mm-hmm. you know, what would be helpful for them, offering value, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the next C is consistency. Mm-hmm. And one of the biggest, I just have to throw this in there, one of the biggest mindset blocks that gets in the way, and mindset is the umbrella of this whole thing, by the way. So mm-hmm. one of the biggest mindset blocks that gets in the way of consistency is what I call shiny objects. So people have a really hard time (laughs) staying focused. And so what I do with my clients is I really bring them back. Because a lot of times my clients will be like, 
oh my gosh, I just, you know, heard about this thing over here, or I was thinking about switching my niche to this instead. And I'm like, okay, we need to stay in our lane for a significant period of time before we go changing up everything. Right. Because that just mm. leads to a lot of confusion and that again, now we're going back to clarity, right? So if we're not clear, so in this stage of being consistent, really just staying in your lane, staying focused on the things that truly matter in your business and not getting too, you know, off track. So I help people really mm. focus on them accountable and we really, you know, and if, if, you know, maybe the day comes that we do want to switch gears and do something different, then we need to start the whole process again need to get clear again. We need to get okay. confident again. We need to, and then we need to start being consistent. And that is what leads to cap. So, um, okay. and I've actually been contemplating switching the whole thing to clients because it's mm -hmm. interesting to me because a lot of people, and I know you started out this episode talking about cash today, but a lot okay. of people who I work with don't even really care about the cash that much. They mm -hmm. Like you were saying, like, what is success? Like success could be making a ton of money to one person, but somebody else, it might be really making an impact in somebody else. So it, to me, it's more about getting clients and then you decide money you want to make from those clients, you know? So yeah. I like, I like moving it to clients, which is still a C <laughs> work. So it still works. <laughs> there you go. And you know what, that makes a lot of sense in, in what you're saying. And I'm curious to know how long you recommend clients stay in the consistency stage before they go back to the clarity stage, if they want to make adjustments, because they feel like as an entrepreneur, and again, speaking from personal experience, we launch something and we don't have the initial results that we're looking for. And then we panic and think that in my case, there's not enough value in the offer or that it's too expensive. And then we go and we make all of these like rash decisions. And maybe it was, you know, that the timing wasn't good, or maybe there wasn't enough messaging before the offer was launched. So people were like ready to purchase when it happens, or maybe people just really love the offer, but they don't have the funds in their business. So I find that again, myself, maybe not being in the consistency phase long enough. So how long do you recommend people stay there before they make adjustments? Yeah, that's a really, really good question, Brittany. I, um, I think it's kind of different for everyone because what we want to look at, and this is another thing I offer with my services is Kind of like do some audits of your social media and your you know what you're doing actually in your business because mm -hmm. you know once we get our mindset blocks out of the way then we need to start taking action so mm -hmm. what are the actions you've been taking have you actually been selling this offer long enough to really give us an idea of whether people want to right because if mm -hmm. you this is what I find so often people think they're selling a lot more than they actually are. And it's because of all the mindset stuff attached to selling. Right. So, I mean, I would say maybe around three ish months, I work with my clients, um, actually the new program that I'm going to be launching, like probably like in the next few days, is I'm starting to offer six month programs because I really want to dive deep. I want to get to the bottom of what's going on what's not working, what can we do differently mm -hmm. to make this work? So I would say between three and six months. But again, it depends on each person because I want to be able to really evaluate, like, are you truly selling this enough? And even though you might be posting, mm -hmm. like you could be posting seven days a week on social media, but if mm -hmm. you're not selling your offer, if someone goes to your profile and they don't instant instantly know like what you do, like, 
I don't think it's a good time to switch up what you do. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we want to make sure like, and, and mm-hmm. make sure you're selling yourself, um, you know, in, on, in a really regular kind of way and selling your mm-hmm. offer. And I would want to also look at like, what more can we do with this to get more attention to it? And then the other mm-hmm. thing that I is often missed is, are you excited about your niche? Are you excited mm-hmm. about your offer? Because again, it goes back to that energy. And if you're like, you know, I don't really love my offer, then even if we're, we've only been doing it for a month, let's switch it. Like we need to mm-hmm. get this offer to a place where you're like, like when you're on a sales call with somebody, you're like, you, you would be crazy to not buy this offer. Like this is <laughs> such a good offer, right? Like that. And you have to believe because if you don't believe at first, they're not going to believe. <laughs> very true. It is very true. I have seen people that have sold, we'll say, uh, things that have basically no value for absurd amounts of money because they had the conviction behind it. And people were just like enthralled with how they were selling it. Not necessarily the item that you bought. Like you said, people buy people, not products and not services. So yeah, yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. And it's also something that I talk about with my clients a lot too. They're like, well, I'm posting consistently on social media. You know, I do like three posts a week, let's say. I was like, okay, cool. But I landed on your page and I can't tell where your business is located. If you provide online or like in-person services, what it is that you do. And I was like, it's no wonder people aren't following your page and reaching out to work with you because they have literally no idea what you're doing and they're not going to spend the time to look. So unless you give them the information right away, they're gone. So I feel like people skip over that step more than they should. And they're like, well, it's not working. It's not working. Let me make changes. And I was like, yes, but maybe the changes you need to make are not what you think they are. Yeah. And I always say like, I don't know where I heard this, but you can't see the prescription from inside the box. So this is why like people like you and I can really help because people think one thing, but the reality is something different and they don't even know it. Right. Like they can't, like you just said, like, you know, when someone, and really we have the attention span of what a goldfish or a goldfish has more of an attention span than us. I mean, we have to like, somebody needs to land on our our profile and be like, I know exactly what that person does. And if Mm -hmm. they don't, you've lost them because people don't, mm-hmm. people don't like being in confusion, right? Like if they're confused, mm-hmm. they're moving on. But if they're like, Oh, wow, this is really interesting. You know, that's why, like when I switched to business therapist, I, I had a lot of people say, gosh, I really love that. Mm-hmm. And I have a lot of people say to me, I have no clue what that means. <laughs> and you know what I discovered? Cause I was like, Oh gosh. So I had a lot of mind drama about that myself. I'm like, Oh gosh, mm-hmm. maybe I should call myself a business therapist. But the people that knew right away what that meant were my people. They mm. were the people that were like, yeah, that's what I need in my business. That's, mm. that's exactly it. I need a business therapist. I need to do the mm. inner work before I can be successful. I need to do the mm. inner work on, in order to take the actions necessary to be successful because otherwise I'm just going to stay stuck. So the people that saw that word and they were like, I'm confused, they moved <laughs> on, which is great because they yeah. were probably never going to be my clients anyway, but you want to mm-hmm. be clear for your client. So mm-hmm. when somebody lands on your page and they are your dream client, you want to be calling them out right off the bat. You want them to be like, oh my gosh, this is exactly what I A hundred percent. 
And, uh, I think you're right. And when you said business therapist, I was like, oh my goodness, this is brilliant. Why has no one ever like used this to describe who they are and what they do before? Uh, so I'm probably your client. (laughs) You're welcome. Um, and, uh, you know, I've worked with life coaches before and I've worked with business coaches before and like, I've seen success with what they do, but I, I know for me, what is probably going to help me move my business further in the next little while would be working with someone like you as a business therapist, because it's not that I need, uh, support figuring out what systems for my business. I know what they are. They're not in place yet. I'll get to it, <laughs> but it's all that inner work that we've been talking about of removing those limiting beliefs and kind of getting to the core of what's holding me back, which is what's going to propel me forward. But I find people are not necessarily open to talking about those things. And they're kind of like resistant to the, the fact that that's the struggles that they're facing and why they're not being successful. It seems like The problem is always, oh, I don't have enough money to spend on paid advertising for my business, or I can't hire this person to help me and be like, well, maybe you need to help yourself and invest in yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I believe that so strongly. And I know it's hard and I know it's a big investment and I've struggled with that myself because, you know, my background is a social worker, right? Like, so, you know, when I first started making money in my business, I mean, I made so little as a social worker, you know, back in, you know, I mean, obviously this was many, many years ago, but you know, Mm -hmm. and, and when I, when I discovered life coaching, I was like, Oh my God, how can these people charge this much money? Like, this is a lot of money, but Mm -hmm. here's the thing, what we are, what life coaches provide, what I mean, and I'm not going to say all business coaches, you've got to find the right person. You've got to find the person that you trust and you know is the right person for you. And I feel like you just know it. Like you have to kind of trust your instincts a little bit. But the Mm -hmm. thing is that putting that money into something that could be potentially life-changing for you is so a thousand percent. You know what I mean? So, and I had to get over my own money blocks around it, but it really is like when you invest, in a coach at a higher level, people, people who pay, pay attention, right? If, if you Mm -hmm. charge like whatever, some really low amount of money for your services, people are going to give you that much back, right? They're going to invest that much back, you know, as far as their, Mm -hmm. their mental attention and that sort of thing. So I think, you know, granted, you know, some of the, the really high ticket offers out there, I'm like, oh my God, really? Like, I'm like, seriously, but I do, there is some value in charging more. And so I will always encourage my clients to, you know, charge what, again, go back to like, what feels really good for you and maybe mm-hmm. what's a bit out of your comfort zone to charge, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because we always want to be pushing the limits of our comfort zone a little bit. Otherwise we don't grow mm-hmm. and we stay stagnant and humans are not meant to stay stagnant. So I do think, but, and then as a client, I think spending that much money, you are, you are so invested. You are going to figure this stuff out because you're spending a lot of money and you're not going to, sorry, I don't know if I can swear on this, but you're not going to half-ass it. You are going to go full in if you're spending Mm -hmm. a lot of money and that's where the results are going to come from. That's where you're going to see the crazy success because you're like, holy crap, I just spent all this money. I have got to show up in a much bigger way. And that's where the map. So I, yeah, I've had a lot of, you know, back and forth on this, but I do think, you know, spending money, that's not going to like put you 
like in a homeless situation or something, <laughs> but something that stretches you, I think is a really, really good way to truly grow in your business and grow as a person too. Yeah. I've seen masterminds registrations that are like $10,000. And I was like, Haha, that hurts to like think about, but I know going to events like that probably adds so much value, but it's a really good point too, that when people are spending larger amounts of money, there's more, they're invested in it and they're going to show up, which I feel like is a big thing in my business. Like I really want to help people. I need to pay the bills, but I want to help people. So I run a lot of like free webinars and things like that. And I was like, I am literally telling you how I run my business. You could like watch my webinar and then go create your own social media business and help other people do what I do. And the attendance rate on the webinars is like so low. It's actually kind of insulting, (laughs) but it's because they haven't invested in it and they're not invested in the outcome. So they don't necessarily show up, which is frustrating. And part of me has wondered whether or not I should try running paid webinars, same concept, but paid webinars instead of free and see whether or not the attendance rate is higher. Yeah. I mean, you can always experiment, but I, you know, if you were my client, I would, I would kind of dive into some other stuff first. (laughs) Like really, you know, there is a, there is a process and there is a strategy to it all. But again, Mm -hmm. with my services, we would want to be looking at like how you're showing up to when you're advertising these things. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. think you necessarily have to pay to get people to show up, but it's hard. And here's the thing is even if it's horrible, even if it's like, nobody comes. I've done webinars where no one has come. You know what? And it's really hard to talk to a group of people when you're (laughs) by yourself. (laughs) But you know what? That's okay. And you have to not make any meaning to that. You have to not Mm -hmm. attribute. You can't say, oh God, you know, I suck. Nobody (laughs) attended my webinar. Right. But what you do is you say, okay, what, what can I change about this webinar to entice people to really come? Mm -hmm. Maybe I need Mm -hmm. to like, did you really like, and when I say advertise, advertise your webinar, not with paid ad, ads, but did you actually like get out there and tell people the benefit of coming to this webinar? Because if people mm-hmm. know like what they're going to walk away with and that's something they want, they will be there. So sometimes it's mm-hmm. just a few things. Um, and I wanted to touch on mastermind because I'm a little biased. Um, so just to put that out there. Um, the $10,000 mastermind, the $15,000 mastermind, do that when you're making a lot of money. Okay. Like mm-hmm. that's great. But in the, before you're at that point, before you're where you really want to be financially, I, I feel really strongly. You need customized support. You need individual mm-hmm. like, attention. If you're in a big, <laughs> yeah. huge group of people, there's something beautiful in that as well. I'm never, never going to say don't join masterminds, but mm-hmm. In the beginning, again, you need somebody who can kind of point out those blocks that you're not seeing yourself. I think Mm -hmm. in the beginning, and not even in the beginning, just, you know, maybe even like two to five years in, like if you're not quite where you want to be, have somebody come in and really like give you that one-on-one attention. Like a lot of times big masterminds just get lost in the in the crowd. And, you know, even if you do get like some hot seat coaching, it's going to be really brief because you're in this big group of people. And yeah, you can definitely get a lot of value from watching other people get coached and hearing what other people are doing in their business and what's working for them and what's not. There's definitely value in that. But I think until you're 
really feeling good about where you are um, in your business financially, I would not invest that kind of money in a mastermind. I would spend the money mm-hmm. in the one-on-one coaching or the super, super small group coaching um, because that's where you're going to get the attention and the guidance and the one-on-one, you know, just the one-on-one attention that you need. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's yeah. my that's my opinion. <laughs> oh, no, I, I agree. And I've never participated in a mastermind before, but I follow a couple of people in my industry that are like where I want to be in five years or seven years. Cause that's how long they've been in business. And like that, those are the new services that they're offering. So I was like, Oh, like, what are you charging for those? And I was like, Oh, okay. It's like yeah. almost crazy to think that that could be me in five to seven years too, which is yet another limiting belief that I need to work through. <laughs> It could but, be you five years. Yeah. It could be you. <laughs> yeah. absolutely. And and yeah. and really, you almost have to stretch your brain a little bit and say, "It will be me. Mm-hmm. It will be me in five years." And so, if this is you in five years, how do you show up today mm. to become that person? Like, how can you actually show up today as that person that you're going to be in five years? Because mm-hmm. that's how you really move quickly. Do you know what? Do you know what I mean when I say that? Like, actually, mm-hmm. like. Okay, so five years from now, I am where that person, you know, I'm watching this person and she's where I want to be. Like, instead of comparing yourself, right? Comparisonitis is a terrible disease. Like, we don't want to compare. What we want to do is say, that's where I really want to be. That's my vision. So, how do Mm -hmm. I show up right now as that future self? How do I show up as my Mm -hmm. future self? What are the what are the thoughts that I'm thinking to myself? What am I doing? So like almost putting yourself into that future version of you, what does she do when she wakes up every day? What is Mm -hmm. she thinking about every day? What are the feelings she's having? How is she showing up, right? So if you Mm -hmm. can do that, like that really can help you move the needle too. So a lot of this, again, coming back to business therapy, this is the inner work. Like how do we become that person now? I'm not saying Mm -hmm. fake it. Like, I mean, there is something to faking it till you make it right, but you don't have to fake it, but you can definitely like switch some things up in your life. Like if you are, Mm -hmm. and this is, this is like kind of me. So I'm just like, you know, like if, if, if the alarm goes off in the morning and you just keep hitting, hitting like snooze for like two hours, right? Like, I don't Mm want to get up. I don't want to get up. I don't want to get up. And you think, would my future self do that? What would she do? Maybe she Mm -hmm. would hit the snooze one time and then say, okay, I'm going to get up. And this is what I think my future self's going to do. She's going to, you know, she's going to journal. She's going to meditate. She's going to, you know, do these things for herself so that she can mm-hmm. show up in her business. So does that make sense? It's like, it's like kind of making these little tweaks just so that you can start to see yourself in that, in that a hundred percent. And I think that it's so true too. It is the little tweaks and it's like one little adjustment probably at a time so that you get the habit, you stick with it. And then you add another one. And it's not like an overnight, I'm going to get up at five o'clock the next day and I'm going to meditate and journal in the morning and I'm going to meal prep and eat healthy. And you can't <laughs> dive that far no, into no. your future self because no. you're going to backpedal real fast. Uh, but slowly over time, you end up becoming her, which is how you become her. It's, it's a very weird kind of yeah. paradox, but yeah. I love it. Yeah. But I mean, such a great point. Yeah. You don't want to do all those things at once because that's kind of setting yourself up for failure, but you know, just making those little tiny habit changes 
every, you know, every single day, just kind of doing a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, it really builds up. And then you do become her. (laughs) You Mm -hmm. do become her and you will become her. Yeah. So I feel like people talk about this a lot too, when they're like, what would they, what would your future self do? But I feel like what people don't necessarily discuss is what would your future self not do? And how do you identify and subtract those behaviors from your day so that you can spend more time working in your future self? Do you have any suggestions for that? Yeah, absolutely. Although I do, I do have to say it's harder to remove a negative thing without replacing mm-hmm. it with something positive. So yes, mm-hmm. if, if you're doing something and you're like, God, my future self would never do this thing. Mm-hmm. Instead of just trying to throw it out the window, get, get rid of it. I would say like, mm-hmm. what would she do instead? Instead, mm-hmm. so like looking at that, that thing, whatever it is, like I'm trying to come up with an, an example, like eating, eating something really unhealthy, right? Because you kind of mentioned like meal prep and that kind of thing. So if mm-hmm. you're like, oh my gosh, like would my future self sit down and eat, you know, a bag of potato chips? Do you think she would do that? No, I don't think she'd do that. So what would she do instead? Yeah. Okay, well, maybe she'd, you know, maybe she'd allow herself a little bit of her potato chips because she loved them and that's really mm-hmm. yummy. But she would have a very small portion and then she would also add in some, you know, some healthier things, some carrot sticks, some celery sticks, and, you know, reward herself at the end with the little bit of chips or something like that. So it's like, what can you do instead? How can you make these small changes over time? Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, it does. The replacing it with the healthy habit, I think is a big thing. Cause I feel like the quitting, like you mentioned is harder to do unless it's replaced with something else. I feel like that's why people struggle with quitting smoking. Cause they haven't filled they haven't filled the habit with something more productive instead. And that's something that my, I, I'm going to say my dad has struggled with for a very long time, but I honestly don't think he was ever committed to making the change in the first place. But that's something that we see a lot in my family of, you know, dad, you need to quit smoking and, you know, he'll go like a day or two without it. And then he's back smoking again. Cause he hasn't filled that time with a more productive habit. Yeah. And old habits are hard to break. So yeah, you definitely have to, and it, and there's a, a time there where it's going to be really tough, but once you're able to put that new habit in there and you do it enough times, it becomes second nature and it's not so hard anymore. So one of the things that we had kind of chatted with before we started recording in uh, our DMs of Instagram is uh, promoting your business and how sometimes it can feel kind of icky and a struggle. And a lot of that is because of mindset, uh, which we've talked a little bit about before, but I wondered if you had any specific advice or recommendations for women that are struggling with that. I know I did a post about it and that was kind of where we started talking about, you know, I sent this message trying to, you know, offer what I thought was a very kind way of saying, you know, Hey, I'm here to help. If you're interested, here's some, you know, free resources to get started. And I was more or less attacked. It's not the first time, but you know, that day it just hit really hard. And, uh, I have some skills to work through that now, but I know not everyone is in that same place. Yeah. And the first thing I would say is those people that attack you, that's all about them. That's not about you. And those people are never going to be your clients. So, you know, wish them well and move right the heck on because, you know, staying in that place of like, oh, I can't believe you said that. Maybe there's something wrong with me. Maybe I need to change what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I would, I would not even, no, I would, I would go to somebody you respect and say, Hey, do you feel like this 
is too salesy or do you feel like this is too pushy and get get the opinion of somebody you really respect if you're unsure but mm-hmm. i would also just read it back to yourself and say do i feel like this is too pushy do i feel like there's something wrong with this and if you don't mm-hmm. then i'm sorry but those people like there's just always going to be people who have negative opinions and negative feedback for you and unfortunately you know, we're human. That's going to affect us. That's going to like, you know, it's going to feel like a little punch in the stomach, but I want people to always reframe that and say, that's not about you at all. It's all about them, right? It rubbed them Mm -hmm. the wrong way because of some, something that they have going on with themselves, not about Mm you. Um, But as far as being like, you know, this, like women trying to sell their services and the fear of being pushy, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I just think, we really have to dig into the benefits of our offers for people, the benefit mm-hmm. of working with us that our clients are going to get, right? Like I was listening to something earlier today and it's like, for example, if you are a um, a, a marriage coach, right? Say you're a marriage mm-hmm. coach and you are offering your service to help someone in their marriage. They're on the brink of divorce and you're going to help them in their marriage. Mm-hmm. Think about like if 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 a coach could go in to this couple and talk to them and and avoid them getting divorced, right? So they're on the brink of divorce. This coach is going to come in and make them have a happy marriage again and not get divorced. Mm-hmm. Like what is that work? Like that's like life-changing. I mean, think about mm-hmm. the I mean, the snowball effect of that, like that's going to make, you know, such a difference in their lives, the lives of children, grandchildren, you know, they don't have to pay for lawyers and, you know, Mm -hmm. go through the the whole process of getting a divorce. Like Mm -hmm. that is huge service. So look at your own business and look at what you're offering and what that service is and think about how life-changing that service be for somebody mm-hmm. and then talk about it and say, yes, I want to help you. I want to, I want to change your life. I want to make mm-hmm. a difference in your life. That is, is so huge. And yes, that costs you some money because that is how businesses work. And if mm-hmm. you don't charge for your services, your business isn't going to be there anymore. You're going to go under and that's not serving you or your client. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So again, it's, it's, it's very much a mindset shift. When people worry about feeling salesy, really lean into like, what is the, what is the benefit? What is the transformation that your client is going to have after working? And I can tell you this too, the people who are worried about feeling salesy are never the people who feel sales or who people who come across as salesy. If you're worried (laughs) about it, I, I can almost guarantee that no one's perceiving you as being salesy. <laughs> that is personally good to hear. And I'm sure that's comforted a lot of other people that are listening. Yeah. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah. yeah. You're welcome. And it's, uh, it's interesting to hear you use the marriage as an example, because that definitely makes a lot of sense and it hits home personally. Um, but I feel like to people understand the concept of like preventative maintenance for their cars or their computers, let's say, but when it comes to preventative maintenance for their relationship and their business, it's not, it doesn't translate the same, which is unfortunate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, I think it, it it's really 
back to, you know, selling your services in a way that they can really see the benefit, right? So Mm -hmm. how are they going to feel differently? How are they going to think differently? What are the, and, and, and so that, right? Like, so I always say to my clients, like, talk about the benefit and then say, so that, right? So Mm -hmm. for example, like with my services, like I help you gain confidence in your business so that you can find clients over and over again, right? Mm-hmm. So you always have to throw in that so that, so that they can see the benefit. Some people don't see the benefit, right? Like they might be like, well, that might be nice to have, but you know, I'm not sure that I really need it. If they can see the transformation, if they can, you know, picture themselves like, you know, <laughs> It's like the before and after, right? Like you've seen yeah. those transformations, like this is what it's like before. And this is what it's like after. If they can see that before and after, and you can paint that picture for them, mm-hmm. they're much more likely to buy your services. They know what's mm-hmm. in it. For them. And that's all people really care about when it comes right down to it. What's in it for them. And that's mm-hmm. what we want to do as service providers. We want them to have that thing that they want. So we're both on the same page. It doesn't have to be gross or salesy or icky in any way. This is a beautiful thing. And, you know, exchanging money for this, again, people are much more, you know, they're paying attention when they're paying you. You give them something mm-hmm. for free, they're not going to show up. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So speaking of paying for things that are going to be transformative and life-changing, can you share a little bit more about uh, your one-on-one coaching and your group coaching retainers in case any of our listeners are interested? Yeah, absolutely. Um, So I'm in the process of kind of shifting some things and it's not just shiny object syndrome. I'm working with a coach (laughs) (laughs) and we're kind of revamping my one-on, but basically my two offers right now, the two things that I have that are going to transform you and your business. um, Mm -hmm. I have one-on-one coaching, which is, um, I think I'm calling it my confident. What am I calling it? I'm working on my sales page. Um, My (laughs) confident. Confidence to clients. Okay. Um, so I have one-on-one as well as small group coaching. And when I say small, I mean small. Like this is like five women or less. Okay. Mm, okay. So this way everyone gets customized individual attention. Um, and I'm still working on the group right now. I'm just, I'm revamping all my offers. I'm kind of doing a whole new thing. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm really, um, I'm really clear in my one-on-one right now. And that's a six month container. This is something I've never offered before. And I'm really excited mm-hmm. because I really think this is what is going to really help people. And we're going to be able to really go deep and get to the bottom of what's holding them back in their business. So this is a six month mm-hmm. container. We're going to have probably, um, you know, weekly calls, maybe a couple weeks off, I'm going to be offering unlimited boxer support so that you always have a coach in your back pocket. I Mm -hmm. also, um, I also help my clients by going over Instagram profiles, sales pages. I will give you feedback, not a copywriter. I'm not going to proofread it for you, but I will tell you what I think could make, you know, make things better. Mm -hmm. So You've got me in your business. We are linking arms. We're going together. We're going to figure out what's holding you back and how we can get you to where you really want to go in your business. And this is for Mm -hmm. women, I think, who are, they have a business already. I don't want the brand new babies who, you know, don't even have a business yet because I I think I can be much more effective for people who do have a business. They're making a little bit of money. 
um, but they're really feeling stuck and they're not sure what to do next. They have, like you said, Brittany, like you have the systems, you have the strategies in place, but you're mm-hmm. still not where you want to be. So this container is going to help you to get where you want to be in your business by overcoming the mindset blocks, getting really clear, confident, consistent mm-hmm. in your business and making those connections that are going to get you. Mm-hmm. Well, that sounds amazing. So if they're interested in more information, uh, would you prefer they reach out to you on Instagram or find you on your website? Yeah, Instagram would be great. I love hanging out on Instagram. So I'm sure you'll link that in the show notes, but I'm at J Jacobson Life Coach and it's Jacobson with a K. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. And uh, you can also have Jennifer in your ear more often if you'd like to check out her Clarity to Cash podcast, which I highly recommend. That's available on Spotify, at least, because that's where I listen to it. Um, It's on all the platforms. It's on Spotify and Apple, um, what's it called? Apple Podcasts. Podcasts. (laughs) Yes. And you guys, Brittany's going to be on my podcast. So you get to, at this point, she'll probably have already been on my podcast. So go check that out. (laughs) Check out our interview. Um, and yeah. And then if people want to check out the quiz and find out what their particular self-sabotage mm-hmm. specialty is, um, that's always fun too. Yes. Highly recommend that. That was very eye-opening. And after this, I'm going to be diving into the unread emails from you so that I can get more <laughs> of the tips that you have for my self-sabotaging behavior. So awesome. thank you so much for joining us today, Jennifer. You had a lot of wisdom to share, and I hope that we have been able to help some other female business owners find some clarity and direction in their business. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I hope so too. It's been a pleasure chatting. Great. <laughs> thank you. All right. We will see you next Tuesday, everyone. Have a great week. Thank you so much for tuning in to Go Get Great. I hope you found some useful tips and tricks that can help you make life and business work together. If what I said resonates with you, please share it on social media and don't forget to tag at Brittany Miller socials so that I can celebrate you for taking those first steps towards achieving greatness. Remember, success doesn't happen overnight. It takes dedication, hard work, and a lot of spirit. So don't be afraid to dream big and go after what you want. Keep striving for greatness. You get closer with every step forward, no matter how small they may seem. Until next time, go get great.